0: Ladies and gentlemen, we're just moments away as the biggest night in the history of this great organization. Are you ready? No, I said, are you
1: ready? Hey yo, smart marks, what's a smart mark,
0: a mark with a high IQ? are so back in town and we ain't in town to mess around. To be the man, you gotta beat the man and I'm
1: saying, who? right here, I'm the man. That's hard time. Ooh, yeah. And what's it gonna
0: do when Hulkamania in the largest part of the world run wild on you? Rest in D. Oh my God! If the you just
1: made the list! The God Almighty! The God Almighty has killed
0: Oh my God! The God is witness! He is broken in half! It's heating up here! There's a soft rock! I'm glad the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. If you smell what The Rock is cooking! Two, a slop drop.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Slop Drop. This is Nathan Rogers at Woo Pig Sumo on Twitter, and I'm joined by the one and only Space Cowboy Jason Jones. Jason, thanks for joining us, man. Hey Nathan, thanks for having me on the podcast, man. Hey, uh, it's March Madness, so Dave wasn't able to make it. He's doing some college basketball stuff today and this week, and going to be yeah, on the Dragon road. Reaper. He's got bracket yeah. fever, doesn't he? he? Yeah, he's actually covering some games. He's got bracket fever, and he's actually going down uh, uh, with TLSN this weekend and covering some Memphis Express football with Johnny Manziel, so that should be interesting. Hey, that's but,
0: really cool. At least I Johnny told Manziel him, doing something.
1: I told him, I was like, man, I got the uh, awesome co-host uh, that's going to be taking your place for this episode, and he want to know who, and I said, it's the Space Cowboy. He holds up four fingers and says, tell him, this is like when Arn Anderson doing his promo and says, I'm honored if you would fill my spot. So
0: <laughs> this you is got not the Arn Anderson. Not just the yeah.
1: dog spot. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> we'll just run through uh, Raw. Uh, the quick results. Uh, it, it opened up with Heyman and Lesnar doing a promo about Seth Rollins. Uh, Drew McIntyre comes out and the guy sets up a match with them later on. We get Finn Balor and Braun Strowman over Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush. Have a moment of bliss with Elias. Uh, results uh, in a match between Elias and No Way Jose, which uh, Dave and I are b- pretty big fans of Elias. We think he's a great heel, being uh, way underused. I think and,
0: well, I think Elias was a great heel. I mean, he's uh, even when the crowd starts, you know, getting behind him, he goes ahead and just kind of throws that old
1: town. You know, this this town sucks. That old time heel. Yes, I was really like Ravishing Rick Rude. Absolutely. I, I do too. And of course, No Way Jose, he's pretty talented too, but that character just does not work. I mean, they've tried this dancing no way, Jose, no way, Jose, no way. stuff uh, with Adam Rose and Brotus well, Clay. The, and
0: here's the thing I can't beat down on it because, you know, I've had a couple of my indie buddies, they've been in the No Way Jose posse. I've had them be in the Adam Rose <laughs> posse as well. Because, oh, I mean, that's right. That's right. I mean, you know, uh, Flake Zerbin just did it recently. Craig Kiesman has announced clock, and I mean, uh, someone sent me a screenshot. A girl I worked with a couple times, a real great indie star, uh, Lainey Luck. I guess she was in the in the little crowd this weekend doing the No Ho- No Way Jose or whatever. But and I gotta I gotta give him props because as long as it keeps my fellow indie brother and you know makes him a makes him a few hundred dollars and gets them some extra work, I'm all about it.
1: Hey, there you go. Uh, I just feel bad for him because I know that character's not going to go anywhere. They've they've tried it, you know, several times with well, other it's people. Kind
0: of a, but... I mean, it's a, it's a feel good character. I mean, you yeah. have to put those out there every now and then because we can't, you know, they can't all be, they can't all be Billy Badass. Part of my language. Right. But I mean, you know, hey, you we're a podcast. We're good. Oh, we good. You you've gotta yeah, have gotta those. Yeah, we good. And if if my phone's buzzing, my phone has been blowing up today, so. You'll have to forgive me if you hear some vibrating and buzzing and
1: all that good stuff. Oh, that's fine. I bet I know why it's blowing up. We'll get to that at the end of the show. Can't wait to talk about that. Good uh, after 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 that, uh, we, Kurt Angle announces that he will face Baron Corbin in his final match at WrestleMania. Do you, uh, do you want my honest opinion on that? Ab- absolutely, because to- I'm going to give mine. Well,
0: I mean, here's the thing. I don't think I'm allowed to say the F word or the S word on your <laughs> podcast, but what in the living hell is going on with that, dude?
1: I, I don't know. Jim Ross and Angle's wife both tweeted that it's underwhelming. That's to say the least. I mean, I mean it is would It's
0: nothing really personal against Baron Corbin, but I'm just not a Baron Corbin match kind of guy, man. It's.
1: Um,
0: and here's asshole, the deal.
1: It, it's just. It's, oh, this, go ahead. If that was a normal pay-per-view, I would get it. It makes sure. sense. They've had they've had their feuds, uh, and, and I get it. But this is Kurt Angle's last match, and at WrestleMania. He he sure. deserves more than Baron Corbin.
0: I mean, I agree. And, you know, Lesnar's taken right now, and I understand that. Uh, Guerrero's not around. Um, but, you know, at least does Cena off the mantle for this one. Um, mm-hmm. One of those older guys where he can get a good match. I mean, even... Even some of those younger guys that idolize Angle, I mean, they could have thrown a real quick student teacher angle in there. You yeah. know, Cruz, I know, is a big fan. I mean, God, how how awesome would Shelton Benjamin and Angle be? Exactly. I mean, that would be, there's a lot of there's a lot of people, and we can ifs and buts or candies and nuts or whatever the hell that expression is, but I just I find it lackluster, and. Uh, you know, it's great. Yeah. And I'm not downing Kurt Angle at all. Uh, he's a super nice guy. He's a great talent. And this will be a, a good send-off for him
1: regardless who you put him in there with. And
0: uh, But I feel like I'm just taking a poop on Baron Corbin. And uh, golly, I know.
1: Yeah. yeah, And I know part of that, it, it helps get him over even more as a heel because people's like, man, that guy sucks. But still – I, I feel bad for Angle. I, I just again nothing against Corbin, but I think uh, Kurt Angle's Kurt Angle's a Hall of Famer, and he he deserves more than that. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully there will be one of those uh, last minute swerves thrown at us that was like, oh yeah, that's that makes it even better. <laughs> Fingers crossed.
0: Fingers crossed. Yeah, I, I love Kurt Angle. I hate to see him. I hate to see him go and hang it up. But I mean, I think everybody would agree his, you know, his his time is 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 done in the yeah. ring and he has yeah. been a great performer and he's put his body through some hell and back and you know i mean golly think of all those matches with him and and eddie and burning it down back in the day and him and brock for god's sakes uh, Angle's yeah. a hell of a performer and uh, exactly we want he to see go, we want to see him go out on top but we can't all have you know, we can't all have what we want or it would just be, you know, what everybody wants and be the freaking,
1: you know, Kenny Omega right.
0: main event in WrestleMania. So,
1: yeah, <laughs> that, that led to Kurt Angle and uh, a Chad Gable match. And, you know, that would have been a good WrestleMania fit, you know, build off that student teacher type thing like you're talking about. Absolutely. Uh, Angle go, gets over uh, on Gable. Uh, I would love for them to bring Angle back as a manager and form some sort of like an old varsity club type stable, with Chad Gable and Jason Jordan, Sheldon Benjamin, oh wow, Dolph, Z- Dolph Ziggler, yeah, Drew Gulak, even Bobby Lashley. I know he's being used right now, but all those guys are former collegiate or amateur wrestlers, and man, he could have a, a huge stable. And of course, that is a lot of people. But you could even split them up between brands if they wanted to. But. I I agree. Um, I,
0: I love the varsity club back in the day. And uh, I mean, it's a good, it's a good angle. I don't, you know, I think that a lot of time they dismiss anything when it came out of WCW or stealing a page from it, you know, they're not going to, I think they will purposely go out of their way not to give WCW a nod on a lot of things.
1: Right. So, so that's, uh, I think
0: that's why you don't see something like that, but man, that, that would be a great thing. Take some of those guys that have legit shoot backgrounds and that amateur and, and put them in there, give them a little faction, have Kurt angle management.
1: That'd be great, yeah. dude. Yeah, because half it. those guys aren't even being used right now. So yeah. that, that would immediately give them something to do.
0: I'd pop for it.
1: Armchair booking. Uh, Beth <laughs> Phoenix comes out of retirement's team with Natalia. That led, wait a minute, Go
0: back, go back, go back, go back. Beth okay. Phoenix. Okay, Beth Phoenix
1: comes out of retirement, and she's going to be tag teaming with Natalia. And
0: who are they taking on?
1: Well, it looks like it's going to lead. To what I'm thinking is probably a three-way between them, uh, the Boston Hug Connection, and Nia and Tamina. They haven't officially wow. said that yet, but th- those three tag teams keep getting involved with each other's business, and we got, got WrestleMania you. coming up. The problem is, and Dave and I have been talking about this. There's so much talent, so little time. So they're yeah. throwing in a fatal four-way here, a fatal five-way. <laughs> Yeah, they're yeah, trying to, they're trying, to trying to include everybody in one match, and it's kind of too much at times.
0: I understand that. That's cool that Beth Phoenix is coming out of retirement. I saw where they did a tease where she was doing commentary and mm-hmm. she got jumped. I, I try to watch. I know this sounds really bad, but, you know, some of this, you're actually getting genuine reactions from me. Because if I do watch Raw, it's on Hulu on the 90-minute recap. And then, Usually the sound is on, you know, off, and it's just on the background for for background noise or something. Mm-hmm. Or a lot of times I watch it and fast forward. And I fast forward past the promos, you know.
1: Um, well, there's so there's so much out there today to watch. You just don't have enough time.
0: Yeah, and it's and it's um it's not a it's not a slap at the talent. I, I don't want to come across that way because they're playing the cards that they're dealt, mm-hmm. but. As far as me, the product when you I think it's the writing that falls that falls lackluster for me. And I you see so many of these guys that you're just like, Oh my god, this guy's a super talent and then they call him up and he gets misused and then the guy's in you know, he ends up sitting and catering for freaking three months.
1: Uh, like E C three is right now. Yeah.
0: I mean uh I got a chance to work with E C three, uh, let's see about Two years ago, and it was in Oklahoma is a big event uh, that Jerry Bostick put on over there, and that was a heck of a deal. I mean, we had Jim Ross, we had Sting, we had half the NWO there. Um, it was it was a really cool deal, and I don't watch TNA, Impact, whatever you want to call it, but getting to see him and a couple of those guys actually burn it down, you know, in a good indie match was pretty cool, and I was impressed by EC3. Yeah.
1: And he's good on the stick, too. And uh, they just, they're not not even using him. They uh, wished him a happy birthday the other day. I think it was Monday. May have been Monday when when there was a Raw on. And uh, he replied, Well, thanks, catering was good. (laughs) Uh, They didn't even use him on his birthday. You know, I think it was a
0: Blue Meanie that had uh, a t shirt made. And what did he, it put like, put the Blue Guy Catering. And it says, We'll have something for you even when creative doesn't. And yeah. I was like, Oh, that's so great because catering's <laughs> always open, you know. I've been there, I'm not gonna lie, I took my to go box and loaded it up. You know. Yeah. Take advantage of take advantage of getting sitting around, getting paid and eating some of that free food. And let me tell you guys, I'm just telling you, for those guys that not catering, I mean, it looks it makes it makes, like, a Ryan Steakhouse look like the B team. I mean, it's top-notch. When we were in Kansas City and we did that, they had, you know, top sirloin they were slicing off right there, and then they changed the menu, like, three times a day. So it's, like, the full salad bar, soup, vegetables, fruit, you know, every every type of, uh, every type of protein that you can think about under oh, yeah. the sun. So
1: I, I'll, put I gonna... catering,
0: dude. I'll put their catering over big time.
1: I was going to say, I'm sure they got to give their, their talent, some, some decent, uh, health food because of being on the road so much, you eat like trash, but so yeah, they I probably know, try to feed them well for, you know, working out and taking care of herself as often absolutely. as they can. Yeah. And they, they, what they
0: do is they put out like towards the end of the night, they'll kind of put out stuff that you can take. I mean, like even those uncrustable, you know, the peanut butter, jelly sandwiches, mm-hmm. you know, I think me, we and Craig Kiesman helped ourselves to a few of those, and you know, and, uh, but they put out like those those styrofoam boxes so the guys can grab and you know throw them some chicken thighs in there and take them on the road and man that's pretty cool because a lot of times you know you just said it you nailed it I've been I've been gone like the last six weeks and I have literally ate like garbage on the week you can't eat healthy at one o'clock in the morning after a show when you're on the road no it's Waffle House Denny's or you know Taco Bell drive through and that. It's horrible. See, a lot of times you end up settling for a gas station dog or nothing, you know. So that's cool that they do that, though. Why? How the hell do we get off talking about catering? I don't
1: know. I don't know, but uh...
0: okay. (laughs) There you go,
1: buddy. Uh, We go uh, from there. We see a a Mojo Raleigh segment where he's talking in the mirror again. He's been doing that for a few weeks. They haven't used him in a while, so hopefully they've got something planned for him. Uh, Ricochet over Ginger Mahal. Yeah. Ronda Rhonda Rousey over Dana Brooke. Yeah. Um, we saw Rhonda's husband, Travis Brown, get involved in that match. Well, after the match. Did they so, that up? was interesting?
0: Tell tell me what tell me what what happened. Like was he in the crowd or did he come down the he, ramp? He was
1: or... yeah, he was front row. Uh Rhonda was going ape crap and uh the rest were trying to contain her and he cococks uh a member of security. Then he uh, picks up Rhonda and, and uh, carries her out. So I don't know if they've got plans for Travis Brown, but he certainly could could play the part. The dude's big. He's got MMA background, former UFC fighter. I don't know if he's currently under contract with them or not, but uh, UFC background, big dude, and uh, he just got kind of a natural heel look. So sure. that was interesting. I thought. I know people's getting tired of, of Rhonda, but that was a a neat spin on things. I
0: think I told you that last interview I did with you. Everybody wants to take a crap all over Ronda Rousey, but at least she respects the business and she's playing the the hand she's dealt. I mean, they can they can say all oh, this. They're pushing her too hard, this or that, whatever the case of it is. But what if it came down to a fight? Could she not kick everybody's ass on the on the roster?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely, probably half the probably half the guys.
0: Oh, probably ninety percent of the guys. You know, <laughs> I mean, that's just it. It's the same thing with the Lesnar talk. They get into Lesnar and a part-time champion. Well, I mean, if we're not, I mean, golly, it's not it's not rocket science. Can he legitimately kick anybody's ass on that roster? Yes, he can. It's a yeah. natural fit, and plus, they get that. You get that transition rub. I mean. Where else have you saw ESPN covering WWE stories than the last couple of years with the additions of Rousey, with the additions of Brock Lesnar?
1: Yeah, and I know uh, people people hound on Lesnar. He's a part timer. He don't work. You know, back in the day, Hogan. I don't know how many. I don't remember how many times he had the title, but it was rare that he actually defended the belt. Absolutely. It, if you're if you're defending the title week in week out, if it's changing hands every month, it waters it down. Nothing against John Cena, but he's he's now a sixteen time champion. Yeah, Rick Flair is a sixteen time champion, and Rick Flair's been at it forever. And yeah. Cena's already got that many title titles that he's held. I... Well, I mean, in Flair's
0: defense, that's when the title meant something. I mean, yeah, <laughs> and there wasn't three world titles at the time. You know, I mean, right? There was, but I mean, that was recognized the NWA World Title. Was the cream of the crop? I mean, you could watch that northeast stuff, the WWE, and Hogan could be their champion. That's fine, and he did defend it, I guess, in you know, Sarcoxy, Wisconsin, or whatever, every night against the same routine of the big guys that he did in, in these house shows. But it's nowhere near what. But then again, Cena's playing the the hand he was dealt. He's
1: yeah. a hardworking he, dude. He's great. Yeah, you He's can't blame him. him. Yeah. He, Hey, and his Make-A-Wish stuff is, is awesome. I think he's got, like, the world record. Of it. He does some good stuff. Uh, Absolutely. I don't... And he's,
0: a, he's a super nice guy. I've had the opportunity to meet him twice, and he's so over-the-top respectful. And to a nicer guy, it couldn't have happened. And, I mean, he's going to be a, one of those guys that crosses over that you can mention his name to someone that doesn't know anything about professional wrestling and they know who John Cena is. Just kinda yeah. like The Rock, just not on the big yeah. that big scale as The
1: Rock. Uh after the uh Ronda Rousey stuff, we had Apollo Cruz over Baron Corbin. And then we had an Batista interview, which uh Yeah You know, People's knocking Ronda about her interviews. I think she's ten times better than Batista is at, at promos. Uh, go back and look at all the Batista botched promos yeah. or interviews. and I, mean, I could stoop to John, Lena- John Cena's low level. But I- I'm just when- not feeling this thing with-, with Triple H. I think when it first happened on Flair's birthday celebration, I was like, oh, cool, they're, they're going to do something with this. I was a little pissed that I didn't get to see the nature boy. But uh, I yep. liked where they were going with it, but now it's just kind of fizzled out to me, and I've kind of lost interest in this. Whoa! Every
0: year. you have to you have to think that every year H is going to trot himself out there and put himself in an angle and get that mania payday. I mean, that's basically what he did, wasn't it? Last year, didn't it? Wasn't it Seth Rollins or the year before or whatever it is? Yeah. So that dude can be dormant all year and do the big Saudi Arabia payday or whatever, and trot himself out there. And get that mania payday, and I can't blame him. If I was in that position, you'd have a space cowboy shirt rammed down your throat, <laughs> and you know you'd be getting to see me versus whatever. It's they're looking as bringing Batista in as getting some crossover power, you know, for this mania because of his, you know, his role in the Avengers and all that stuff. I don't really see it that way. It is kind of cool to see one of the old guys dusted off, but. When you're yeah. built like Dave Bautista, you don't have to cut a promo, right? That's basically what it boils down to. I'm not, I'm not impressed by it. That's going to be probably one of the worst matches on the card. I mean, Dave Bautista and Triple H. Triple H will have to pull a match out of him. Bautista hasn't done anything in what three or four years. He showed up and won the Royal Rumble and then disappeared.
1: Yeah, and hopefully Triple H won't pull a Hammy or a Peck again uh, He'll be out for another. But a lot of miles.
0: He's got he's got metal and dental and dental. I think he'll be okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think he knows the boss pretty well. So, yeah, his uh, his
0: uh, his four hundred one k plan is pretty pretty sweet.
1: I'm I, sure I, it I is. Would <laughs> uh, Braun Strowman declares he's entering the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, and then he talks about how he's pissed off at Colin Joe and Michael Che from Saturday Night Live. Right. Uh, one. I'm not sure how I feel about the Andre Battle Royal. I mean, you've got you've already got the uh, the Royal Rumble, and I and I know it's just an extra match to have on the card, and, yeah, and an yeah. extra way to fill some some get some bodies out there rather than keeping them in the back. But sure. uh but two, I can't tell you how stupid I hate this Saturday Night Live thing. <laughs> I get why uh, WWE is doing <laughs> it there in New York, and I know sure. it's, pu- it's a big publicity thing. But uh, it's—I just—I don't like it, man. I would rather them fight Hans and Franz, uh, him go up against Hans and Franz than uh, Michael Che and Colin Jost. But I, I'm just not a fan of, of whatever they're doing here. Maybe he'll get Nicholas to help him. I don't know if you remember Nicholas; he's like an eight-year-old kid. Dude, that he that won the is, tag team titles with maybe he'll come out of retirement and help
0: that's uh that's john cone's son shoot i mean yeah dude he's a shooter man i'd hate to mess with him dude I'm <laughs> telling you, john cone's one of the coolest dudes you'll ever meet in the business but man i ain't messing with him so if he passed on some of that shooting skills to his son that that nicholas is going to end up with a with a with a contract and owning some Donut Kings in Kansas City and making that mad money. So,
1: I hope kid. so. I read, I read a while back that was his son, and I thought, you know what? This kid's going to be an actual WWE superstar one day, and they can go back years from now and say, absolutely, story you know, line, and use man. that exactly.
0: You know, that kid was so over at school on Monday. He had oh, been like, we well, can show up with a tag team belt, you know, the next yeah. week and be like, hey, for show and tell. I'm the tag team champion with Braun Strowman and, at WrestleMania, dude. So, yeah. I mean, that kid, even you if... Know he,
1: that you know he was 50 getting 50 some minutes. digits.
0: Oh, you know it. But uh, <laughs> John Cone, man, a lot of people don't realize who John Cone is. He's a senior official for WWE, and he does a lot of the talent stuff. But John Cone has probably officiated two dozen of my matches over the years. He used to... He was a... Um, he used to referee for Harley Race and all-star wrestling with us was Sonny Myers. So there's a lot of times uh, I, when I would wrestle in like Kansas City and St. Joseph, um, Cone was on the card. And that hair is always pristine, pristine <laughs> shape. He used to have it all slicked back, kind of like Wayne Newton. But even when I got to see him in Kansas City, he's one of the guys that you go to and he make sure you sign your – you know, your release forms and all that stuff. You know, you got to get paid for TV and all that. But I, I gave him a big hug and hadn't saw him in a long time. And even when we got our cop tickets, to, I had some students um, and some friends working um, Monday Night Raw in KC the last time they were there. And he came right back through and shook his hand. He said, hey, Jason, what's up? You know, and he's, he's such a cool dude. So, that's cool that he got to do that for his son cuz you know
1: that's Oh he, yeah. Kids
0: dream come true.
1: Yeah, for sure. It was mine. Back when I heck yeah, I would have done that. <laughs> and for a dad to be able to do that for his son, I mean, that's awesome. Oh, how cool is that? Uh, we see Drew McIntyre come out challenge Roman Reigns for Wrestle for WrestleMania and then uh Drew is over gets over Seth in a match at the end. Saw no Alistair Black, no Sheldon Benjamin, no Dean Ambrose, or no Roman Reigns on this episode of Monday Night Raw. Really stinks because last week they brought back Sheldon Benjamin, and at what, what looks like they were going to be doing something maybe with him and, and Heyman, and I was like, oh, that would be That's awesome. awesome but, I love Sheldon. And then, and then this week we get nothing. He's not even on the show. Uh, our That's slot bad. job does, uh,
0: not to interrupt you, does, is there a date on the rumor of Dean Ambrose leaving, or do we know it is it pre-WrestleMania? Is it post-WrestleMania? Is
1: it? I think it's post, I think. I don't I remember know that, the date off the top of my head. I know that
0: every year I try my best to go to the Cauliflower Alley um, banquet and award ceremony that we have for members of the Cauliflower Alley, and he is he's inducting somebody this year because I just got my – they send out their their magazine. You know, you look at it and one of my buddy, uh, Andrew Anderson, is being inducted this year um, getting, receiving an award and I believe Mark Henry but Dean Ambrose, they just announced this week on their Facebook that he's going to be one of the keynote speakers there, which will be pretty cool. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, you know, WWE sometimes sends a couple people. Pat Patterson's always there. Last year um, Shawn Michaels received an award and like, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash were there. And there's always one or two current guys. But I didn't know if – I knew the rumor was floating around out there that he was leaving or whatever the case of it is. I didn't know if you hadn't heard if it was, you know, pre-WrestleMania, post-WrestleMania kind
1: of thing. I think it's I think it's post. Um, and I still don't – you know, I have no reason to believe it's it's legit. But part of me thinks it's a work. Or maybe he's just taking some time off. You could and very well back. You could very well be right now. Because so it could be at work. I mean, how often do you ever hear of, of WWE or any major pro wrestling company say, "Okay, they're making an announcement." So and so is not resigning with us. Yeah, I mean, they're I've, usually
0: buried. They're usually buried and taken off TV, not to get yeah. extra rub or anything. And to give yeah. them that final push as the Shield, you know, whether it's a kind of thing to get help Roman get back over and last chance to sell some merchandise and clean out the warehouse, I understand that too.
1: Right, um, our followers on Twitter gave uh, Raw said seven percent said it was good, seventeen percent said fair, twenty one percent average, and fifty five percent said poor. On wow. Facebook, they gave fifteen percent gave Raw a thumbs up, and then eighty five percent gave it a thumbs down. So Jeez. a lot of people was not impressed with Raw this week. On to well, SmackDown uh miz, miz comes out looking like a million bucks like he got his uh suit off of the com. Cuts a promo <laughs> on uh Shane McMahon. It, miz is really good at cutting promos. I'll uh, uh, you just have
0: that one and I'll just I'll keep quiet.
1: The Iconics <laughs> over uh, Bailey and Sasha. I'm, a, I'm mis- actually while we say this cuz you know you told me you're going to recap.
0: So I put on the Hulu version of SmackDown. It is on volume control like on mute right now and i fast forwarded twice already there was like a big daniel bride promo and there was a big Miz promo but i'm finally just now getting to these matches and i guess i'll talk about it here in a minute but this kofi thing some oh yeah three or four people tell me about what's going on so i wanted to watch it with my own two eyes to see what Uh. but go ahead go ahead go you said iconics go ahead
1: Oh yeah, the iconics over Bailey and Sasha. Ray Mysterio announces that he'll be facing Samoa Joe at WrestleMania, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It does some, but you know they've built up uh, Ray and Andrade for months, and now they're just going to toss that and all of a sudden make uh, Ray and Joe. Which okay, whatever. Sure. Uh, I was kind of hoping they'd bring back Cena to face uh, Samoa Joe, and then uh, match up Andrade. They
0: train together. Yeah, exactly. They had a.
1: Had a whole story they could have used on that.
0: Absolutely, but
1: right. uh, Kevin Owens has Lynch and Charlotte. AJ Styles had a segment with him in the back. Uh, man, I'm I'm looking forward to him and Orton's match. I think Orton has really, uh, of course, he's a 13 time champion, but it just seems like he's gotten better and better in the ring over the years. And of course, AJ Orton is
0: one of those guys that's just a natural freaking athlete and. His stage presence when he's in that ring, he demands your attention. And, yeah. jolly, I mean, from the little things, standing in the corner and just flexing and just, you know, biting his, you know, biting his jaw the way, but you know, just that, that grit in his eye, man. Orton is, I've been a fan for years. Of course, I was a fan of his dad. And um, I talked to his dad this week on the phone. We've got him coming up for one of our events. We've used him in mid-states a lot. But I mean, his pedigree is amazing. But he's just—he's just resilient, dude. He's great.
1: And of course, AJ Styles is no pun intended phenomenal. Oh, absolutely, absolutely so, not. Yeah, I, I'm looking really, really looking forward to that match. Probably my the more than anything else on that card is I'm looking forward to that match. Just what's
0: the slingshot thing he does with the springboard where he
1: jumps in? Uh what does he call that? The phenomenal well, yeah, form. I could I would like to see that turned into an RKO. That'd be great. Oh, oh yeah, you could e- that could easily happen if they decide to yep. finish it that way.
0: And that's two athletes right there that could pull off anything that they need to pull off.
1: Sure. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan talks about the Kofi thing. And here we go, the big Kofi Kingston Gauntlet match. Uh,
0: I'm watching right now. He's in there with Rowan. So he's already he's already what? Killed two people?
1: Yeah, and I, I'll, I'll give you some spoilers here. Uh, Obviously, uh, he wins the gauntlet match. Uh, I'm not okay. a fan of these things. It waters down all the talent that he's up against. Nothing against Kofi. Yep. He's he's a great athlete. Oh, Kofi's great. But uh, he beats Sheamus by pinfall. So he beat beats Sheamus. Cesaro by pinfall. Beats Cesaro. Beats Which, so, Rowan. Are they the tag
0: team champions? They have been, right? They have been.
1: So, there's two tag team Very champions perfect. that – he uh, beats Rowan by DQ. He beats Samoa Joe by pinfall, the United States champion. The United then,
0: States champion.
1: Yes, and then Randy uh, Orton by pinfall. Now, he beat
0: Randy Orton.
1: Yeah. Now, there's more roll-ups in this match than there, there is my kids' lunchbox at school. But still, I, I don't like gauntlet matches. I just think, I mean, look at the talent I, I just named you that he won. What does that do to so, them? Let me,
0: let me ask you this. So that was five guys. And not just five guys, right? Five top guys. Mm -hmm. You're talking about Sheamus and Cesaro. And then you're talking about Rowan, which is supposed to be the heavyweight champion's guy. You know, his bodyguard. Then Samoa Joe, which is United States champion, who's trying to build a match to WrestleMania anyway, right? And Randy Orton. Randy Orton, a top heavyweight guy that they're trying to build a match with against AJ Styles. Now, here's the thing. I don't want people thinking, oh, he's taking a crap on Kofi. He's taking a crap on Kofi. Kofi is great, and I see what they're doing. They're trying to build him up the way they built Daniel Bryan up before WrestleMania 30 in New Orleans,
1: where it looks
0: like they're the established. They're, he's going against the establishment and the yes movement again with Kofi. I get it. I get what they're doing. However, you just buried half your daggum roster to put one guy over is that yeah. what we really want to do? Did they not learn anything from Goldberg? Did, I mean you hey, just buried five top guys and
1: why I, not? I get making it look like the the odds are stacked against him. You want him to overcome it, be the underdog, get over with the crowd, but that's impossible it, realistically for him to do. And at the same time, like you just said, you buried half of your top guys just to get him over. Now, there's a little bit of swerve after that. McMahon comes out and says, yeah, you made it. You're going to go to WrestleMania if you can beat this next guy. Then Daniel Bryan comes out and beats Kofi, pins him. So, they're still playing around with this. How long, did they, this. Uh, How long it, did they go? It was maybe five, ten minutes, if that. But, uh, and I get it. You yeah. know, after going through five of those guys, Kofi's tired. and Of course, you're facing the champion and, and Daniel Bryan wins, but. I just, you know, still, this is the process of getting there. You can make it hard and difficult, but you can make it believable without having to bury half those folks.
0: Let me me ask you this. If Say they go through with this, and Kofi ends up getting a match with Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Does Daniel Bryan have a match at WrestleMania?
1: I think right now it's him and Kevin Owens, and they're trying to make it a three-way with Kofi, I think.
0: Okay. So here's the thing. Going forward, let's just say they give Kofi a match and it ends up being Daniel Bryan. And they give all the keyboard warriors what they want, Kofi going over for the strap, right? Mm -hmm. What you've got to, at that point, get rid of the New Day because the New Day is just going to be actually a weight that would pull Kofi down. I get that they sell t-shirts. I get the gimmick. It's been over, but it's kind of ran its course. Yeah, if You cannot have a top guy in a silly function like the New Day and be your heavyweight champion. It doesn't work dynamically. You can look at it from a fan standpoint and say, yes, 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 all day long. But if you look at it at a business standpoint, or if I look at it as a booker standpoint, it's, it's a death blow. Yeah. Uh, you've either got to kill your pancake gimmick with your New Day and all your your gimmicks that you sell by putting Kofi as champion, but I don't I don't see Kofi being I don't see Kofi being the guy, and that sucks because he is a great talent.
1: Here, here's what I think: either either will happen, or what I think should happen. I think New Day's going to break up. Uh, Big E's had a little bit of attitude lately. You've kind of caught it on screen if you've been watching. He tweeted Wednesday about how uh, people like them is never going to make it in the WWE, and maybe it's time for them to reconsider their options and and do something else. Okay. I'm thinking uh, if it's not going to happen, what should happen is uh, maybe turn Big E heel and cost Kofi his chance. That would be great. I think it's a good opportunity to do that and get one of those over. I read last year that Big E is in line for a huge push uh, in, in in 2019, and then I start seeing this huge Kofi push, and I thought, oh, whoever had that information just you know they were kind of right. they just got their guys wrong. It was just, they probably right. just heard, but maybe it is Big E, maybe it just hasn't happened yet, maybe this is the chance to do that. And if
0: I looked at that, if they if they gave me the book right now, and they plopped it in my lap and said, do something with New Day, the first thing I would do is split him up. And um, I'd have Video Game Boy go do his own thing, whatever, and flounder in 205 <laughs> or whatever the hell he's going to do. And I I, I I enjoy him, but I, I get it. He's better as the mouthpiece than the guy cracking jokes on the apron and playing a tuba or whatever the hell. Kofi is the worker of the group. Kofi's phenomenal, and I guarantee you if if I put on the last few years of the Royal Rumble, your eyes will gravitate towards Kofi because you want to see what kind of crazy elimination thing and whatever outcome he's going to – you know, the odds are he's going to overcome. You have to use Big E as a heel. He has the size. Um,
1: he's the muscle of the group. you got to use him. He
0: is the muscle of the group. And, I, you know, we know Vince likes big guys. I get that. I mean that's that's great. Um, but can you come back from being that goofy can you we saw the big show try to do it. Can you come back from being that goofy joking character into being someone that's completely serious? Yeah. And if it was it would have to be done correctly. He's tired of it. He's tired of his direction and the company and there now he's just there to kick butt and take names. Yada yada yada. You know it can be done, but that's what I would do is and use Kofi as your epitome of your baby face and your underdog, your body mouse character. People love him. He's a high flyer. He can he can tear it down with Daniel Bryan. He can tear it down with anybody. And um, but that night, I watched the the uh, elimination chamber thing that they did that night, and that crowd was they were just convinced that Kofi was going over
1: Mm and going to win that
0: belt now. No way in hell did I know he was going over, but they were it was like every pinfall they would get a crowd shot and it was just the look of disappointment in their face. Oh, yeah. And that's what is missing sometimes. They just think that because they love Kofi and he's been there for seven, eight years, he deserves it. Not everybody can be heavyweight champion. The crowd you know, the, the card needs an opening match too. That's what I tell my guys, know your place on the card. And I just don't see the E making Kofi their guy.
1: No, not I, I to
0: say that I wouldn't. But he's
1: he's
0: uh, he's not going to be that Daniel Bryan character. It's just not going to happen.
1: Yeah, uh, we saw no Andrade or our Truth and no Asuka on SmackDown. Which Asuka, uh, it's just kind of a shame what they're doing to her. She's a, she's a bad individual and she's their SmackDown Women's Champion. And I don't even know if she has an opponent, opponent for WrestleMania yet. But No, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, our uh, followers, our audience, Twitter, 46% said SmackDown was good, 14% fair, 6% average, 34% poor. A little bit better mm-hmm. than Raw. And on Facebook, our followers, 64% gave it a thumbs up and 36% thumbs down. Where did
0: where did they land on – I know you said they had a talking seven between Becky and uh, Charlotte. So, had they decided what they're going to do? Is it, is it a triple
1: threat? Yeah, yeah it's okay. a three-way between uh, Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda.
0: I mean, Ray Charles could have saw that coming
1: two months ago. Oh, yeah. But I was
0: just making sure I was waiting for when they made it official because we all saw that coming, you know. Yeah,
1: and I don't expect Ronda to retain. I think she's going to take some time off after this. So, I figure Becky Lynch will get it. She's – Super over, and you know, Vince tried to make it look like the cards were stacked against her too, much like he did the same with Kofi. And uh yeah. but,
0: well, I mean, well, it's so, just taking the Steve Austin formula and you know, making it, uh, making it for a woman and putting yeah. her in that role. She's a yep. hell of a talent. She's a hell of a talent.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Some uh, quick two hundred five live notes. Mike Canellas uh, over uh, to Zara. Tony Nese nice beat Cedric Alexander. So he's the new number one contender for the Cruiserweight championship. He'll uh, be facing Buddy Murphy at WrestleMania. That's some pretty, that's a good storyline right there. I don't know who wrote that, but Vince should take notes. Those two had a, a, uh, kind of a thing where they were training buddies and, and friends and come up together. And of course, uh, they had the tournament and, uh, Nice wins, which uh, WrestleMania is in New York where he's from. And, uh, at the oh. end of two five live, uh, uh, Buddy Murphy comes out who's been on vacation and to congratulate him and then uh puts his knee in his face. So that kind of built that up. Uh Triple H comes out on NXT, announces that Champa, of course, he's injured. I hope he gets better soon. Tor- horrible neck injury. Uh he he was gonna have Gargano and Champa at Takeover, but now since Champa is injured, he's made a five way at NXT the other night between Adam Cole, Matt Riddle. Ricochet, Aleister Black, and Velveteen Dream. Adam Cole comes out on top, so we're going to have Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano at NXT TakeOver for the NXT oh, title. Cool. Oh, yeah, in a two out of three falls match. Oh, be a, great. Oh yeah, NXT, the past couple of TakeOvers has, has blown away uh, the Rumble or SummerSlam or you know Survivor Series. Uh, you know, I'm a big Adam Cole fan. I, I like the Undisputed Era. I think that's a great faction. I want them to be on the main roster, but I don't want them to be. You know, I'm afraid if they bring them up, Vince will just yeah. use them or break them up or whatever. So I'm kind of torn. Part of me wants them on the main roster, and the other part is like, no, you know, leave them there because I don't yeah, want big, to get rid been of a little far, man.
0: Yep. They,
1: they've
0: they've uh, they've they've ruined so many bringing them up, and and I know that's the inevitable. That's what it's there for is to get them there, but. I mean, even Nakamura, um, Bobby Roode, of course. I love Bobby Roode. And yeah. I just see him floundering. I think putting him in a tag team where he was the last time I saw him, you know, on Monday Night Raw was just uh, it just yeah. aggravated. sanity. It.
1: They brought sanity up. They haven't used him. Uh, that, uh,
0: that should be that'd – be, that'd be a hell of a match, though. With, oh, yeah, uh, for sure. That, that's great, man.
1: ROH Marty uh, the seventeenth anniversary show Marty Skrull over Kenny King Jeff Cobb over Shane Taylor, Jay Lethal and Matt Taven go to or Taven go to a sixty minute time limit match Damn. for the ROH Championship. Those are hard to do these days. You see that in Japan, but it's hard to get a match like that over with the U.S. crowd. They get. If anybody kinda, can do it, it's Jay
0: Lethal. Dude, Jay Lethal is. I mean, golly, he's awesome.
1: Is he still the ROH champion? He is. He's the longest reigning ROH champion they've had. Make uh, that he's a super cool guy. He's
0: funny as all get out. I mean, behind the scenes and in front of the camera. But I'm telling you, he is absolutely, he's great. I've, I've been a fan of his for many, many years.
1: Yeah, I'm afraid we'll never get to see him in the WWE. It's getting, I don't know if that's good or bad. It's probably get, good.
0: It's, uh, it probably is good because, you know, if they got him there, what
1: would they do with him? They would probably end up misusing it. And that yep. sucks. Yeah. Roosh over Bandito, Villain Enterprises over the Briscoes to become the new champs. Um, I was kind of surprised with that. Who's Villain Enterprises? Uh, the Smarty Skrull, PCO, and Brody, Brody King. But uh, PCO Bro's and Brody King. PCO, <laughs> a lot of people don't realize that was Pierre Carl Allett. Uh, yeah. Former man. Quebecer in the WWF. but He's 51 years old.
0: I know and he is like the and can, best
1: thing Yeah, ever. he can he can go better now than he could back then. He's got a weird Frankenstein-like gimmick. It sounds kind of cheesy but super over with the ROH crowd. Oh yeah, man. Uh all that set up a, a three-way ladder match for the ROH title at the New Japan G1 Supercard between Lethal, Taven and Skrull. Uh Starting to see a lot of these interpromotional promotional stuff, which is kind of cool between ROH and New Japan, and then MLW and Impact. And I'm, I'm sure it's to kind of compete with WWE and kind of get some new eyes on some of their guys. Uh, MLW, of course, Cornette is over there helping them out now. I was pretty impressed with their last show. They've got Jacob Fatu, the Samoan Werewolf, who's one of the uh, one of the Samoans, uh, the Samoan family. <laughs> That dude can go. He's a Is that a, is that
0: an actual gimmick or are you just ribbing me? The Samoan no, werewolf? No.
1: No, the Samoan werewolf. That's a. not that, but not that he's, being a
0: Samoan won't set you apart, but not yeah. being a werewolf won't set you apart. Well no, it's it it's not. A, he, he
1: doesn't come out like a werewolf. That's just kinda his name.
0: <laughs> I love it, uh, man.
1: Yeah, I he picture, doesn't come
0: I picture him like surfing on top of a van like Teen Wolf style.
1: Like like Styles? Uh, yeah, like Styles, and, Styles, and uh, <laughs> Styles and uh, I can't think of uh, God Almighty, man. What's uh, the other guy's name? But uh, or or uh, playing basketball with, with the yellow beavers basketball I would, uniform. Yeah, that's you know that's
0: one of the best lines that ever come off Team Wolf. Was that the coach was like, "Let me give you a couple pieces of advice: never play cards with a guy named after a city. Never a – chick with a tattoo of a dagger never get less than 12 hours sleep or whatever those are words <laughs> to live like right that is
1: uh on impact uh, johnny impact johnny uh you know nitro he's he has a ton of johnny names turns heel, and uh, that's about uh, the only note i have for impact
0: well i tell you what i don't watch impact but let me tell you about johnny he's on a card that he's, we've worked with him like three times this year with world class and uh, he is such a phenomenal freaking talent and he is one of the coolest dudes that you'll ever meet, like in the locker room or whatever. he's a, We've got a huge God Bless Texas card coming up uh, in April. It's a TV taping, and we're doing it live at Gillies in, Texas, in Dallas, Texas. So how cool is that venue?
1: Oh, that'd be well. awesome. But
0: it's going to have, I want to say, MVP, uh, MVP, Chavo Guerrero Jr., uh, Johnny, whatever you want to call him, Johnny Nitro, Johnny Mundo, Johnny – whatever dude uh boone the bounty hunter how about that he'll uh he'll be there and i mean it's he's such a daggum talent and he burns it down every time he's in that ring he's one of those guys that even though he's doing an indie show he doesn't phone it in he goes 100 percent all the time and that's what i love about
1: him awesome The uh, aew young bucks went down to uh, AAA triple and got those tag titles over the weekend They kind of uh, had some conversations with CM Punk on Twitter about, hey, let's meet up and have a Diet Coke. Not sure if that's a hint. (laughs) Uh, Cody Rhodes filed for some trademarks. uh, The American Dream, The American Nightmare, Bash at the Beach, Battle Bowl, and Bunkhouse Stampede, which I know you know what some of those uh, old pay-per-view names are all about. I'm surprised that WWE hasn't already trademarked those. I would
0: say that, you know, I guess he does have a claim, you know, with you know, Daddy coming up with most of those. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't try to contest some of those because yeah. part of that purchase with WCW, even though they lay dormant, it doesn't mean that they don't want them just right. to have them so nobody else uses them. So that'll be interesting to see. Hey, let me know how that turns out because that's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, well, speaking of trademarks, Conrad Thompson, which is the Nature's son-in-law, who's I, huge I in Conrad. huge I'm into Conrad. the podcast podcast world. He's like the Triple H of podcasts. You know, he married into wrestling royalty, and now he's <laughs> reaping the benefits. But he filed for the trademark, the Four Horsemen. Can you? I can't believe that has that wasn't trademarked to begin with. I well, don't...
0: I would say if Conrad did it, it's just to help out father-in-law. It's just to help out. And you know, Mates doesn't have the best financial stability at times. I hate to say that. Um, I would say he's doing it for that and may have some marketing deal
1: planned out with. Oh, for sure. He's a smart, smart, smart guy. Oh, dude, I'm a big fan of Conrad.
0: Um, Back when he hosted Ric Flair's podcast, that's how I got. And then I started, you know, following Bruce Bruce Prichard and Tony Schiavone. Yeah. I've tried to listen to Bischoff's a couple times. I don't know if I'll be able to listen to Jim Ross. I don't even know if uh, – I don't know. Hopefully Conrad can get more of an entertaining podcast out of Jim Ross.
1: I really uh, enjoy the Tony Schiavone one. I think it's hilarious. Tony
0: Schiavone is like the Bob Saget of pro wrestling. Dude. Yeah. And I want I want to use Tony Schiavone. I know he's doing – somebody said he's doing commentary for MLW.
1: Well, he dude, was. I'd he's,
0: love to have him come in and do commentary with Tony Schiavone just one time in my life, you know, because yeah.
1: was, he
0: was the soundtrack of my youth
1: growing up. Absolutely. It would be the greatest night in the sports entertainment <laughs> history.
0: <laughs> yes, sir, man.
1: But, yeah, Conrad and JR, their podcast will be debuting after WrestleMania. I think, I think we got Conrad scared now that Space Cowboy is joining the slop drop occasionally, so he's having to bring in some more oh, wow, people yeah. to compete with us, you know.
0: I appreciate you putting me
1: over like that, dude. <laughs> we do a few crazy polls uh, throughout the week. It's survey time. I asked about the varsity club stable. Who would like to see something like that with current uh, WWE wrestlers on Twitter? 50% said yes, 50% said no. Facebook, 62, 62% yes, 38% no. I asked who had the best mustache, Magnum T.A., <laughs> Rick Rude, Hulk Hogan, or Jake the Snake Roberts. Mm. 46% on Twitter said Rick Rude, 21% Magnum T.A., 20% Hogan, 13% Jake. Facebook, uh, Rick what Rude and Magnum. Magnum?
0: Saverin. Dan severn has got a top
1: he, He's got a good one, but I, I had to narrow it down to four. You know, Scott Hall had a good one back in the AWA days. Magnum Scott Hall, yeah, he did. Um uh, you know, we had uh, Valentine's Day, so I was curious who's everybody's current uh, Irish, favorite Irish wrestler. Uh, most people picked uh, Becky Lynch, of course. She's over right now. And more people picked Seamus over uh, Finn Balor than I figured. And Killian Dane, who, again, who's been on the shelf since Sanity got brought up. Half the people don't forgot about that poor guy. But he had a few votes. I
0: was had three six. Fit
1: Finley. Yeah, Fit Finley. He, he's not really active right now, but neither is Killian, so – you I tell know. you
0: what—if more people studied Fit Finley DVDs, pro wrestling be a lot better place.
1: Yeah, you know his uh, son's wrestling right now in ROH. Oh, really? Yeah. So he can get a contract yep. anytime
0: he wants, is what?
1: You're oh, prob- probably so. But ROH <laughs> is a, its a good place to be. And man, there's a lot of second generational wrestlers in the MLW as well. I, I mentioned, the Fatu, mentioned the Fatu. Mentioned the guy earlier. You got Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, a couple of the Hearts are in there. Yeah, they've got some cool stuff going on, especially with Jim Cornette. They're kind of coaching them now. It's getting oh, a lot I'm better. a
0: huge Cornette fan, as you know, man. I'm a oh, big yeah. Cornette fan. And is, I mean, he might be the last savior of uh, the okay. hope for a lot of the new age wrestling. I know he mm-hmm. gets on there and gets in pissing matches with you know, a lot of the Indy Darlings and stuff. And most of the time I, I side with Cornette on those because I'm a, I'm a true old school guy. And I, I still broke in the time, you know, twenty something years ago, where you protected the business. But then again, here I am saying shoot and put over on a you know, <laughs> podcast because the business has changed. And you it has. Just have to, you have to go with it. And what
1: well, do you, know, you see?
0: Guys that can sit and talk smack all day long on you, but if you don't adapt, it's just going to steamroll you over. You know.
1: You know, you, you see a lot of that stuff being broke down now. Of course, Rhonda put stuff on Twitter a lot. Cody Rhodes himself the other day. Somebody asked him. Are you a heel or a face? I can't understand your character. And he said, "What are you talking about? Those terms don't mean anything these days." I'm a, I'm a wrestler, and uh, I thought I thought that was a, a neat way to respond to that because that's kind of the direction things are going now. I heard somebody refer to it the other day as the uh, reality era, and I was afraid reality, like, uh, the reality era. You know, we've had the attitude era. They think we're going towards the reality era which I hope they mean a little more realistic, but I'm afraid it's going to be, you know, Kardashian reality. Hopefully that's not the case. But anyway, I don't know what the reality era is uh, all about, but maybe it's going to be better than PG stuff. Yep. Uh, March 16th was 316 Day. You got a favorite Stone Cold match?
0: A favorite Stone Cold match?
1: You know,
0: I guess I have to go... The uh, Bret Hart, the WrestleMania when the double switch happened.
1: Yeah,
0: um, I was a big stunning Steve Austin fan back in yeah. the day. You know, back in WCW, and that that match that he was that a, that was a WrestleMania, wasn't it?
1: Well, the one I picked was uh Bret Hart and, and Austin at WrestleMania thirteen, that I quit one where he passes out. Yeah, that's, from the, that's what I'm talking yeah. about.
0: Yeah, the the double switch. I call it the yeah. double switch because Hart transitioned into a heel. During that match, as Austin became
1: a right. babyface
0: without being a babyface. And he got over more by losing that match yep. than he would have got over by going over. Because the, the here's the thing with that. It was a daggum submission match, right?
1: Yeah. Plus, he had match, a headlock. And, Steve Austin yeah, he had
0: the- Basically, he had the ringmaster hole that he was trying to get away from. So... It accomplished a lot, I mean they that how iconic is that picture of the blood from a stone that they turned in the t shirt yeah. you know of Austin yeah. just profusely blood pouring down and doing the you know i didn't give up, you know you almost had to kill me, the referee had to call the match kind of thing, yep. and the referees tried to help him out. I think that that match probably did more for austin's career absolutely I mean that's the next night it was almost. You couldn't look out on Monday Night Raw without seeing those Austin 316 you know shirts everywhere. I think it blew up right after that. Yeah. But, I mean, I was at I was at a few of Austin's, you know, uh, a lot of his high points. I, I used to go to a lot of the live events because I was young. I was just breaking into business. But I was also a fan. Like, we went to St. Valentine's Day Massacre where he, you know, got a chance to beat up Vince McMahon in the cage. And Giant so even comes though It was kind of a horrible match because it was what it was supposed to be, a guy beating up on his boss. There's just a lot of iconic deals. And, you know, I was I right when he had the neck injury after Owen. So he came out and he did a series of interviews. I, I was at a couple of Monday Night Raws where he did some stuff like that. And, uh, but I'd, I'd probably say the Bret Hart, the Bret Hart WrestleMania match that he had with him. Cause so I, I think that was really good.
1: I, 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 do too. I'm sure you've heard this story, but Bruce Pritchard said, you know, at the time they had a uh, no bleeding, that so they wouldn't let the guys do their thing. And, uh, that him and Brett had planned that and they did they went rogue and they did it anyway. Can you imagine if they had not have done that? It wouldn't be half of the match it turned out to be. It would have
0: still been a good but no, you're right. We wouldn't probably be talking about it right now.
1: Uh some UFC quick stuff. TJ Dillashaw tests hot gets suspended voluntarily relinquishes his UFC Bantamweight title. ESPN plus is now not only your new home for UFC, but the only way you'll be able to watch a pay-per-view from now on. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I I don't probably good for ESPN, but probably not good for UFC. I I I don't like that because you know now you're gonna have to subscribe to the ESPN Plus streaming app if you want to watch pay per view. Yeah. Michael Bisping getting inducted to the Hall of Fame this year. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The good. Ah! The bad. The Ugly. We usually do a thing at the end of the show, good, bad, and ugly. Uh, Uh-huh. My good's probably the NXT show um, and Bisping getting inducted to the Hall of Fame. My bad is probably the UFC going to ESPN Plus and kind of the direction WrestleMania is heading right now on my ugly. Definitely Angle versus Corrin Strowman in the SNL thing, and then Kofi's gauntlet match. Um, overall, I, I just wasn't impressed, as GSP would say. We're not impressed with their performance this week. I'm not impressed by your performance. I had more bads and uglies than good, and my good's not even a main roster thing; it's it's NXT. Uh, I just, you know, the the last show of MLW I watched was better than Raw SmackDown. So what what
0: what what network does, is MLW
1: on? I, I watch it on the Fight App. The Fight okay. App is free, and you can watch ROH and MLW on that. So, oh, that's cool. And uh, it's I, you it's know, totally I free.
0: Uh, I used to be a paying member for Cornet's, you know, both of Cornette's, uh, you know, his podcast, you could pay extra and get, like, the draft, yeah. back of the day. And it was on MLW and, uh, you know, Bruce Pritchard still. And I, uh, but, you know, that you would hear commercials for, and I used to listen to Kevin Sullivan quite a bit. And um, you would hear him do commercials for their live events and stuff, but I've never watched them. I didn't even really know. If they had a TV deal in place or
1: they do it's on it's on b m sports i don't I don't think I get that channel, so I just catch the replay on the fight app gotcha gotcha but, but uh, i'm
0: just now i've got the – not to not to cut you off I'm just now thing where the smackdown went off here and you know they buried their whole roster in Kobe. Yep. you know it looks like a million bucks, so God almighty.
1: Yeah, it's just the riding lately, man. It's it's either too little or too much. I mean, uh, too little, they just throw Ray and Samoa Joe in there, and then too much with Kofi. Uh, they, uh, all that stuff was unnecessary. They they could have found uh, a different route, I think. But, again, I'm playing armchair booker here. Now let's talk about some good stuff, the important stuff. MSW, April thirteenth, two 2019 in Springfield, Missouri. Tell us about it. Man, you got it. Um,
0: we are doing – We are doing a mid state wrestling event in Springfield, Missouri on Saturday, April the 13th at 7 o'clock at night. And let me tell you, this is a card that I'm real glad to be a part of because Springfield has always been one of those places that I love. And everybody is, you know, when you come back to Arkansas, when you coming back to Arkansas, well, we're letting the lawyers deal with all that stuff and us taking them on, hopefully we're going to knock them knock them into place where they need to be. Um, Springfield is a great market. The venue we have is in a great part of town. It's a nice, clean venue. It's the Relics Event Center. And if you guys have ever been to Relics up there, it's this huge flea market that is bigger than, a real upscale, nice, clean flea market that is bigger than our Walmart. And it just has thousands of booths and vendors in it. But beside that, they have an amazing event center that hosts tons of weddings and all kinds of stuff. Well, we're going to be the first group coming in there with pro wrestling. And I checked it out. I met with the venue, and it's uh, going to be awesome. We've got Cowboy Bob Orton. I talked to Bob this late. He woke me up actually Monday morning with a phone call uh, just confirming. I didn't know this about Orton until he told me Orton has come down and wrestled for Mid-States a few times.
1: Mm-hmm. And How's the uh, arm? I, oh, the arm is <laughs> still
0: in a cast. Uh, and it, it fares. It just depends. It needs to be, you know, when it when it needs to be bad, it needs to be bad. When it needs yeah. to be good, it needs to be good, I guess. He's a fair weather cast man. <laughs> um. They've got – we've got – no, here's what I was going to tell you about Bob. I knew he had relatives in Springfield because the last time he had ended up wrestling in Harrison, he had some of his relatives come down and buy some tickets and go watch Uncle Bob wrestle because he doesn't wrestle a lot anymore, and he just wrestles at places that he wants to wrestle at. And so they – a lot of it was their first opportunity to get to see Uncle Bob wrestle live. So that was pretty cool. But then he told me on the phone on Monday, he was like, I gave him the address for the venue, and he's like, okay, so it's about west of the mall and everything. And I was like, yeah, it's just, it's not far from the Battlefield Mall at all. And he was like, yeah, I went to to college in Springfield. And I was like, what? And I had no idea that he was an SMS alum. I mean, that's really cool. So going forward on our press releases, we made sure to put a blurb in there about that because... You'd, I knew he was a Missouri boy and has been forever, but knowing that that he went to college right there in Springfield is pretty cool. I mean, That's I think cool. it's awesome. And we've got a, we've got superstar Bill Dundee's going to be there, so I mean, right there you got two legends starting off the you know starting off the night, and these people are going to be able to meet and greet with them. Um, we've got. Uh, Let's see, Loverboy Matt Riviera is on the card. Um, Former NWA World Heavyweight Champion, Tim Storm is going to be on it. Myself, Mr. Saturday Night Mike Ferry, Niles Plonk, or Niles Plonk A, as they like to say it, the the connoisseur, if you will, the golden boy, Greg Anthony. Um, For the longest time, TCW, I was a member of the TCW roster, did a lot of did a lot of announcing uh, interviews and stuff for TCW, competed as a, as a wrestler for them. This, there's a lot of that TCW talent that will be booked on this. Our TV show ran on Springfield Network for the longest time on, I want to mm-hmm. say, his KSFX there. So we're trying, we've got a lot of those TCW stars. Gary Graham, the MSW heavyweight champion, Gary Graham will be in you know, competition that night. Uh, one thing that's really cool for a lot of those people that
1: I have a lot of
0: current students, you guys came down and kind of saw some training in some of these guys that they're getting out there. They're getting some of their first matches. Um, I have a lot of students that are from the Springfield area. They drive down. And I mean, that, that says leaps and bounds when they get in a car and drive an hour to come down and work out with you a couple of times a week. That makes you feel kind of good. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them, this is going to be their, some of their first match, but we are having what they call a rising star battle Royal. And that's for these young guys that may only have a couple matches under the belt. Some of them have none, but they are going to be, I mean, it's kind of like, Hey, here's the new guys. These are the guys to be watching coming up and they're going to be in a over the top rope battle Royal. And i mean, tell you,
1: be- I saw some of those young guns at your training center and, I think the fans are in for a treat.
0: Oh, absolutely. I mean, some of them have been working out with me over a year. They've been training. Some of them are just now getting some of their first matches, like I said. But a lot of them that live up there, this is going to be their first match in their hometown. So, you know, they're getting out there, and they're helping us promote and get the word out there. So, if anything else, if you're not a wrestling fan, show up for this one because I guarantee you, you may not be a wrestling fan once you leave, but you'll be a mid-stage wrestling fan if that makes any sense we're gonna Absolutely. if you guys have ever been to one of our events it's a family friendly event but we have multiple audience participation parts uh, where else oh also too i mean we've got i mean there's not to leave anybody off but i mean johnny morton's going to be there and also second generation uh, the daughter of bam bam terry gordy the Freebird. i saw miranda that gordy. miranda gordy yeah in the house. And she's a heck of an upcoming talent. And um, to have her there is going to be great. Uh, Bennett James is going to be there. So you're, you're looking at uh, also Jeffro Wilson. He's a, a, kind of a Memphis, Tennessee guy. He is great. He'll get the crowd rocking and rolling, dancing to the ringside. And –
1: we talked about John Cohn earlier. I think James Beard's gonna be here. As James well.
0: Beard is gonna be there. You're talking about a legendary referee that's worth the price of admission alone. And he's my you know, he's my favorite referee in the business and a good friend of mine. And I'm excited to have him there officiating officiating some of the action. And I'm telling you, this card is loaded. There's not there's not a curtain jerkin match on this whole dagum card. They're all main events in their own right.
1: Well, I know uh, Dave and I. You know the Slop Drop. We're going to be there. We got tickets ordered. I think we may have purchased an extra couple. We may have a few giveaways on our page. So, oh,
0: that'll be cool, man.
1: Uh, speaking of pages, check out the Space Cowboy Jason Jones Facebook page and Mid States Wrestling Facebook page as well. Yeah,
0: man. Uh, if you don't care, check out. Give me a like. Give me a follow. I'm pretty entertaining. You'll see some good, uh, some good road stories every weekend and. Who i in the locker room, like the lessons last weekend, I did a couple of locker room interviews with Chavo Guerrero. There's some pictures of me and Chavo hanging out in the back. And I always try to give something that, you know, that uh, an inside of the business, where we're going, what we got going on. I'll give free giveaways on there. I'll do like free t-shirt Friday. where we give away space cowboy t-shirts and merchandise just for, just for kind of liking us and following us. Also too, uh, if you're on the Facebook and who's not, right. Not right, yeah,
1: my mom's on Mid- Facebook. So.
0: I know, yeah, you can't be friends with your mom on Facebook because <laughs> she's going to be like, you need to take that off. Yeah, You gotta, know that's what I'm trying to say? Twitter's, Twitter's
1: Twitter's yeah. different. I'm a little edgier on Twitter. Yeah,
0: you know, I locked myself out of my Twitter account. Like, I still have, like, a lot of followers, and I've locked myself out. I'm like, I just can't remember my password, and I'm too lazy to reset it. That's where I'm at on Twitter. But um MidStage Wrestling, follow, follow MidStage Wrestling on Facebook um our followers on there actually get exclusive deals they'll get a chance to buy their tickets before everybody else does and if you guys want to know more about the event go to mswtickets.com mswtickets.com you can get all of our merchandise you can buy tickets for the upcoming event they start at 15 bucks and that's a heck of a deal you can't even hardly take the family out to the movies right or anything like that uh 20 dollars will get you a golden circle ticket which is like a a reserved seating. You get in early for a VIP meet and greet and then we have our platinum tickets and those honestly the last time I checked we were nearing just like I mean maybe a dozen of those left and those are your front row. You get a VIP lanyard and you get in earlier than anybody else for a VIP meet and greet and that's Bob Orton will be there. Superstar built under Eve, Miranda Gordy, uh, James Beard, Tim Storm. They're all going to be there and you'll be you know, one of Sixty people—that's going to have that opportunity to get in there and meet them.
1: Yeah, so all that for, for twenty-five cool. bucks, you can have all that and, and twenty-five folks, bucks, dude. They—they're selling out, so you better get them while they last.
0: Also, too, yeah, don't forget, man. Um, be sure go on that, go on mswtickets.com. There's a lot of our DVDs, and I've got the exclusive Spot Monkey T-shirt on there. We've got MSW T-shirts and Space Cowboy T-shirts order those and help support indie, indie wrestling. It helps us go further down the road. So.
1: Yeah, and if there's anybody, you know, aspiring to, to get in the wrestling business, hit him up. He's got a school. Oh, yeah. Whether you want to be a ref, a wrestler, any type of performer, uh, the Space Cowboy can fix you up. That's right. And
0: we have guest trainers come in all the time, so you're not just getting the benefit of working out with me and, and, and all of us. You're going to have guys like this last Tuesday night. We had MSW champ Gary Graham in the house, you know, working with some of my guys, putting finishing touches on stuff. Uh, Joey Corman's there all the time. Craig Keesman comes down, helps out. Ace Steel, and if Ace Steel, I mean, there's just random days where Ace Steel will pop in and help out and help training. And if you guys know his pedigree of training, you're talking C and Punk. You're talking Lita. You're talking Adam Pierce, Colt Cabana. You know, that guy's trained them all right there, so. Everybody stands to learn something when Ace is in the building.
1: So oh, yeah, for sure. But so, yeah,
0: it's a, it's a great opportunity, especially around this area, you know. Uh, but, yeah, give us a call, man. Um, message us on Facebook. You can email us at mswtickets.com or uh, our toll-free number is 858-848-SLAM, S-L-A-M.
1: Well, Jason, I really appreciate you filling in for the loose cannon today. Uh, he should be back next week. If not, you know you're always welcome to come on and talk wrestling with us.
0: Dude, I appreciate it and thanks for. I know I don't get a chance to watch a lot of the current stuff, so thanks for kind of leading me through that and letting me have my opinion on it. Uh, Dave left some big pants to fill, but I <laughs> hope this. I hope this big boy uh, kind of slid in and put them on and. and uh, you know, we didn't bury too many people today, did we?
1: Oh, of course not. No, we won't. We won't tick too many people off. I'm not I don't
0: I don't am not as PC as David, I don't
1: think. Yeah, Man, that's, David that's does a okay. great job. Hey he if we don't job, I listen to you. he does a he does a great job. Uh, of course we got TLSN going on. Like I said, he'll be down uh covering the Memphis Express this weekend with Johnny Manziel. So who knows? We may get a Johnny Manziel uh, video posted this weekend on the TLSN page.
0: No, uh, usually Johnny Manziel videos don't don't uh they're not they're not too good.
1: <laughs> well th- so this will be a career. This will be a more controlled Johnny Mandela. Oh,
0: okay. Johnny Football going to do a studio interview. I got it. I got well, it. Well,
1: maybe. We'll, we'll see. But, hey, thanks for joining us. If we don't see you on April 13th, or if we don't see you before, then we'll definitely see you on April 13th. Absolutely, man. All right. Appreciate you. We'll see, you guys. Right, we'll care, see you guys next week. Goodbye and good night.